Amen. I want to go ahead and start before we dive right in and just go to the Lord in prayer just one more time. Father God, we just thank you for this morning. We just thank you for your peace. We just thank you for your goodness and your mercies. And I thank you, Lord, that we can open up our hearts to receive from you what you have for us here today. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Well, God has called each of us to serve Him. Amen? And service is not just about doing good things. It's about doing good things unto the Lord. Doing good things for the Lord. And many times we, we, uh, we get caught up in, in just the doing and not into the why with the doing. And so I want to talk a little bit this morning about serving the Lord. And the title this morning of the message is Serve Him. Serve Him. And I want to talk about what it means to serve the Lord acceptably. Acceptably. And so we're going to talk about that. And, and so we're starting. This will be part one. And we'll, we'll do another week or two uh, on this subject here. Now, last, the last three weeks we've been talking about worship. And we, the title of that was Spirit and in Truth. And so if you missed any of those, be sure and get online and, and check those out. And as we transition from that into this, I want to talk about the difference between serving God and worshiping God. And so, first of all, that's the question we ask. Is there a difference between serving the Lord and worshiping the Lord? And the short answer is yes. short answer is yes. Worship and service, they are closely related you know, serving the Lord or worshiping the Lord, they're closely related, but they're not totally synonymous terms. There's many examples in Scripture where we have both terms in the same verse, in the same passage, and they're meaning different things at that time. They're not going to be the exact same thing. And a good, good way to, to look at this here is that all worship to God is a type of service to the Lord. All worship to God is is serving Him. But not all serving is worship. Not all serving is worship. But the one thing about both of them, both of these words, when you talk about serve and worship in the Scripture, is they both bring glory and honor to the Lord. And that's why we want to make sure we're doing both that we're worshiping and that our worship is acceptable to Him and that we're serving Him in our service is acceptable to the Lord. I want to look at Romans chapter 1, verse 9. We read this in the, in the worship series. It says, For God is my witness. And this is Paul. He's, he had some opening remarks here in Romans. And before he gets going, he, he makes this statement. He says, For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of His Son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers. Now, this, the word serve here is latreo which is translated 16 times in the Scripture as serve, three times as worship, and one time as worshiper. And this word, when you look at the literal meaning, means to serve for hire. And in the New Testament, also to render religious service or homage to worship. So this is where the term, it's, it, it, they're similar when you're talking about serve and worship. And we know that we worship from our spirit, and we also, we serve from our spirit, from the inside. God looks at where? The heart. He looks at our heart. And anything and everything that we're doing, He's always looking at the heart. And so, in Philippians chapter 3, verse 3, we have another one where this, this is the same Greek word 
Latreo, and it says, For we are the circumcision which worship God in, sp- in the Spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. And so what this means is, you know, there were some religious groups at the time. They were going around and saying, to be saved, you've got to be circumcised. Well, Paul was saying, no, we are the true circumcision. We're the temple of the Lord. And we worship God in spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus. And it doesn't matter about our flesh and what we do with our physical bodies. It's all about from what's coming from within, from the inside. And so this is the same Greek word. So we're seeing that in Romans... That word was translated as serve, and in here is worship. And in Matthew 4.10, Jesus, when he was being tempted, he said this by the enemy. He said, Then said Jesus to him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. So we see these two words in the same verse, in the same context. And the word worship there is a different Greek word than the word serve. And the word serve, there's latreo again. And so the main similarity, like I said, about these two is that they bring glory and honor to God. When you're serving God, you're bringing honor to Him. When you're worshiping the Lord, you're bringing glory and honor to Him. Uh, Not all serving is worship, but there are many things that we do that we serve the Lord that is as a worship unto Him. All of our worship is serving Him. We are are giving our our all to Him. We're, We're from the inside and we're... Worship Him. We talked over the last three weeks about worship and last week specifically about our physical bodies getting involved with worship and how we do that. And so the important thing that in everything that we do, no matter what, when we're talking about uh, Scripture, is that we make sure that our heart's right. So we have to guard our heart. We have to put a guard on it. We talked a little bit about this in the last... Uh, last series, because when you're talking about serving the Lord, you can do things and not, you know, for the Lord supposedly, and it not really be from the heart. Just like I can do things for my wife at home and it not be from the heart. My motivation could be totally, totally wrong in what I do at home. But if my motivation is nothing, just I just genuinely I want to help her. I need to lift the burden off of her. And help her out with something. You know, that's, well, I'll step in. I, you know, that's when I am really, truly serving her. Just like we had, we were talking about worshiping God in spirit and in truth, we want to serve truly before the Lord with a right heart. And just like, you know, that's why these two, they're, they're closely related because it comes from the inside. It's not necessarily about. The action, we do have to have the action. We do have the the physical action of of doing something, worshiping, whether we lift our hands, we clap our hands, we sing. When we serve, there's a physical action that takes place. You know, when we're serving the Lord, we're doing something, but it's got to be from the heart. Amen? I like to to go in the Old Testament and also look at at these words and when I'm I'm studying, and, and there's a lot. And there's a lot of different directions and, and things you can go in when you're talking about serving the Lord. But what I want to talk about is serving Him acceptably. And, and talk about, because I want to make sure that my service to God is acceptable to Him. Because, you know, we could sit here and we can go through all and list a bunch of ways that we could serve the Lord. And I think most of us know the ways 
that we can serve the Lord. But, you know, and we could, if I went around with the microphones, what's some ways that you could serve the Lord? We'd be here for a long time. Because there's thousands of different ways, you know, hundreds and thousands of different ways that we could serve the Lord. And the things that we do, you know, serving others and, and, and the things that, you know, we do all these things unto the Lord. So I want to focus more on our hearts and more on the inside and what, what, what does it take? What are the attributes that it takes to serve the Lord accept, acceptably? What does my mindset need to be when I serve? How does, uh, you know, how, how do I need to be thinking when I'm doing this, this service that I see in Scripture that I'm supposed to do? And so I want to start in the Old Testament and look at the word serve. And one of the words that's the Hebrew words is uh, avad, avad. And it means to work, serve. Just simply that, to work, serve. And this, this word is translated 227 times as serve in the Old Testament. Five times as servant, four times as service, and five times as worshipers. Now, in, in those scriptures, when you look up with the five times with worshipers, they were talking about worshiping Baal. So that's not the kind of worshiper we want to be, is the one serving you know, a false god. But I want to look in Exodus chapter 23, and through these chapters here in Exodus, the Ten Commandments has been given, and God is talking about in, in these different verses and chapters around here, you know, this is His covenant with the Hebrews at Mount Sinai. And, you know, like I said, the Ten Commandments were already given, so the children of Israel were coming out, of, uh, they've already come out of Egypt, and they're at Mount Sinai, and the Lord's been given... Uh, lots of instructions and different things and things that we're supposed to do and, and there were the children of Israel were supposed to do and how they were supposed to act, conduct themselves. Oh, there's a lot of stuff there. But then it gets to some verses in Exodus 23 and beginning in verse 20 and he's talking about some promises regarding the promised land that was promised to them that they were on their way to go to. And here's some verses about that. In verse 20 it says, Behold... I am going to send an angel before you to guard you along the way and to bring you into the place which I have prepared. Be on your guard before him and obey his voice. Do not be rebellious towards him, for he will not pardon your transgression, since my name is in him. But if you truly obey his voice and do all that I say, that I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversaries. For my angel will go before you and bring you into the land of the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, and I will completely destroy them. You shall not worship their gods, nor serve them, nor do according to their deeds, but you shall utterly overthrow them and break their sacred pillars in pieces. But you shall serve the Lord your God, and He will bless your bread and your water." And I will remove sickness from your midst. Now there's a whole lot here that we're going to break down and take a look at. But to serve the Lord your God, this phrase, to serve the Lord your God, was the instruction given to the children of Israel for their protection and for them to receive the fullness of the promised land that they were being given. And serving is one of the keys for us to get to our promised lands, so to speak, figuratively speaking. Now, I want to look at verse 22 one more time. It says, But if you truly obey His voice and do all that I say, 
then I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversaries. This is a real key verse in this passage. And the word obey here, it's Shema, and it means to hear, listen to, obey, to hear, perceive by ear, to hear, have the power to hear, to hear with attention or interest. Interest. And so this, this word obey means they need to pay attention. They need to be interested in the commandments that the Lord's telling them. And there was a lot of things that God was telling the children of Israel back then to get to that promised land. And they went through a lot of things. And you know what? They weren't the most obedient people. And when you go back and you take a look, which is why they wandered 40 years in the wilderness before they could get to the promised land. And now most of us know the story, you know, the Ten Commandments movie. Maybe you've seen that one. Or the animated Prince of Egypt. And I, I hear they're making another movie and one of the big stars is going to be in it um, with the, uh, this Ten Commandments and everything. So there's going to be one of those just like we had one just recently for, what was it, Noah. And so we've got a movie now coming out. And so you'll get to see it again. I don't know if it'll be accurate. I have no idea. But, you know, people have done all these movies and these things. And sometimes the movie shows how the attitude is of the people. And sometimes the movies don't show. But what we know is what's in Scripture is that they were trusting God one minute. When things got rough, they weren't trusting God. And now all of a sudden they're complaining. They're not wanting to serve God. They're not paying attention. And so this whole, you know, this whole word obey that the Lord gave to them says, all you got to do is obey. Pay attention. Listen to what I'm saying. And then just do it. Real simple. Have you ever tried to give, you know, a little two-year-old and tell them, don't do this. And then you walk away and see if they do that. Most of the time, what do they do? The opposite. They do it. You say, don't do that. And they'll just do. Now, I, I remember Joshua when he was really, really little. And we were over at Carrie Ann's mother's house. You know, this, is I, this is way back. And he was crawling, he was now, he was moving around. And so now, I mean, it's on. Everything is being explored. And so there's a plug, and there's a, you know, plug there. And, and you know, she didn't have all the safety things. We have, you know, parents, you know, we're, 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 we want to wrap them in bubble wrap or something. You know, we, we want to try to keep our kids safe. We're putting the helmets on with the, with the bicycles or tricycles. You know, tricycles are dangerous, by the way, you know. Those things, they just, I mean, they need four wheels, not three, because they're just, they're imbalanced, man. They go, they take a turn and, and they just go, and then the head hits, and they, Wee! you know, and you have to put band-aids, do all this stuff. But anyways, back to the plug. All right, so he's in there, and he's exploring, and here comes this plug, you know, and, his, and he, it's just exciting. And this plug just must be like, I don't know, flowers or something. I, I, I don't know, colors. It was. It's dull. It's 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 a plug. He's going for the wall and he's going for the wire and his hand gets almost to it and so I see him and I said no, and he just stopped and he was just looking at me. Now he already knows what the word no means. He gets it, just like the children of Israel. They got. It. They knew what the commandment was: don't serve other gods, don't worship other gods. It, it's really plain. It's easy. 
but they built a calf anyways. Doesn't make sense. Okay, so, you know, no. And he's just looking at me. And, you know, in their mind, I I always wonder, what is a two-year-old thinking? You know, or what's that one-year-old thinking? You know, however old do it? Oh, I know, diapers, you know, the whole thing. You know, what are they thinking? Are they thinking, should I go? Should I not go? Let me see if I could go a little further and see what he says. Let me just keep looking at him and wait for him to turn away. And then maybe, I, I don't know what their process is. You know, I don't know what all they're thinking. But next thing you know, his hand goes up for it. And so I get closer. No! And when I did the voice like that and get a little deeper, a little guttural, he just, you know, I didn't even touch him. It was just the voice alone, you know? And so he's crying. And then I pick him up. Well, I told you no. (laughs) The first time, you didn't listen. So bring him over and set him down in the other place. (laughs) You know, and he's he's doing this. And now he's fine. This happened with every single child I have. And it happened with your children. How many have children? This happened with your child. You know exactly what I'm saying. And with the children of Israel, and, and you know, they, they're grown-ups. They're not two-year-olds. And it's real simple language. It's a commandment from God. It's even written on stone. <laughs> I mean, you can't get better than that. You don't even have to hit a button on the screen to go find stuff. You know, it's just there. <sighs> Big reminder. Don't do this. But they do it anyways. In obeying is important. Jesus said in the gospel, if you remember many times, He says, He who has ears, let him hear. Well, what was He saying? He wasn't saying your actual ear in listening. No, it, it, it's metaphorical. He was saying those that perceive, that can hear what I'm saying into their spirit, those that can perceive and understand what I'm saying, those you're going to hear, you're going to get it. It literally meant the faculty of perceiving with the mind. The faculty of perceiving with the mind. So many times, you know, we'll read the verse and we'll see that and say, why did did Jesus say that? He said it many times. Those that have ears, let them hear. It's the faculty of perceiving with the mind. The faculty of understanding and knowing. Because when he would speak, most people didn't get everything he was saying. But there were some who did. Remember Peter, he said, who, and when he asked, who do you say that I am? And he said, you are the Christ. Because what did he do? It wasn't that he heard something from, from Jesus say that, because Jesus hadn't said it up to that point. He perceived it. He understood it. He got it. Because why? He sat around under Jesus. He was in his presence, here in your presence. Like we were saying, when you get in God's presence, then the understanding begins to come. Then you begin to perceive. But it's only in the presence of God when you begin to understand. When you get into his word, it begins to get opened up to you. When you're in worship and you begin to give that worship and praise unto God with a pure heart, all of a sudden understanding begins to take place. Sometimes, you know, you want you people, uh, they'll look at you and say, oh, it's kind of silly, you know, worshiping God and raising your hand and doing it. It's silly. But when you get into his presence, it's not silly anymore. It's just not. Just like, you know, I, I was talking with a couple and uh, it was one of the man and he was 
talking about basketball. I love basketball. He loves basketball, you know. He would watch basketball. He'd cheer, you know. He's like, my wife don't understand this. You don't understand the sports thing. She lets me do my thing, but she thinks I'm silly. She'll watch me watching the game and look at me and think I'm silly because I'm all into it, you know, and I'm doing this. But there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it. And when we praise and worship God, it's the same way. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not silly anymore. See, when I didn't understand, it was silly. When I didn't get it, when I didn't perceive, it didn't make sense. But once you get into His presence, now it makes sense. When you get into His Word, you know, some people don't understand serving. And some people don't understand serving in the sense of, you know, why would you go over here at the soup kitchen and do that every time during Thanksgiving? Because I'm laying my life down for Him, and when I do it, it brings me joy. When I do it, see, there's something that takes place when you serve. Just like there's something that takes place when you worship. When you worship God, yes, it's for Him, but then He blesses us when we do it. We end up getting something out of it even though we weren't trying to. And when you serve and you do something for someone, and you serve, and you weren't meaning to get something out of it, but you did. It put a smile on your face. That's why the Scripture says it's more blessed to what? To give than to receive. I don't care what I get at Christmas. I love seeing my children open the presents. It's great. I love it. I do it for them. It's more blessed for me to give than to receive. I want to always do that because I know how it, 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 it makes me feel good. And that's God put that there. God put that in each of us. And because He wants us to know that when we love others, when we do His commands, when we actually obey, and this is the importance of obeying, when we obey His voice, that's when things are really good. Now let's look at this. In these verses, there's, there's five different things that we can break down and look in these verses. And there's other things, and we can, we can do lots. But this morning, let's look at verse 20 one more time. Behold, I'm going to send an angel before you to guard you along the way. To guard you along the way. So the first thing that the children of Israel were going to get, if they obeyed, remember, see the key is obeying. They get what? Protection. He's going to guard them. So we get protection when we obey and we serve the Lord. See, that was the keys in this verse where we don't worship their gods nor serve them. We serve the Lord, your God. That's what he says. He says, you serve the Lord, your God. Don't serve theirs. You serve me. You obey me. Here's what, you, here's what I'm going to do for you. Number one is protection. In verse 22, we look and we see, but if you truly obey his voice and do all that I say, then I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversaries. Again, so he's fighting our battles. So that's the next thing. He's like, we've got favor in the fight because the Lord's on our side. He's fighting our battles. And we look back up in verse 20 one more time. We'll see the, the rest of verse 20. I'll send an angel before you and guard you along the way. So we, you know, got the protection. And bring you to the place which I have prepared. So not only is God going to protect us, not only are we going to have favor in the fight because the Lord's on our side, 
we're also going to get brought to the place that we need to be. We're going to get brought to the place that we need to go. How many's ever wanted, I don't know what the, you know, you've ever said this, you know, at, at, at any time. I'm not sure what the will of God is for my life. If you've ever said that, I want you to raise your hand. You've ever thought that. And see, when we do these things, when we worship and we serve the Lord, God's going to bring us to the place where we need to be. Oh, we got them flipped. Okay, protection. We're going to get brought to the place we need to be. And the third thing is, is he's going to fight our battles with us. We've got favor in the fight because the Lord is on our side. The Lord is on our side. And then in verse 25, we see, but you will, you shall serve the Lord your God. He will bless your bread and your water. So he's going to provide for us. We've got provision. These are promises that the children of Israel were given on their way to the promised land. This is what's going to happen. You're going to get these things if you obey and serve. So he's going to provide for us. That's what the bread and the water is. And then the last thing, and there in the verse 25, and I will remove sickness from your midst. Remove sickness from you. These are five things that the Lord's given to us. He's going to protect us. He's going to bring us to the place where we need to be. He's going to give us favor in the fight because He's fighting with us. He's going before us. He said, I'm going to go before and destroy your enemies. I'm going to, fight. I'm going to be an enemy to your enemy. I'm going to be an adversary to your adversary. Anybody that comes in. So you're going to have favor in this fight. And I'm going to provide for you. I'm going to meet your needs. These are the things that the children of Israel were promised when they obeyed and they served the Lord. And we're going to see these things, and we see these things in the New Testament as well. And through the series, we're going to look at that. These are promises, and these are things that, that the Lord has promised us as long as we serve and we obey Him. We serve Him with all our heart. We worship Him with all of our heart, everything that we have. In Hebrews chapter 12, we discover some attributes, and we're going to end with this. Some attributes that we need to serve God acceptably. So if you're, going to, if you're taking notes, these are good things to write down. Let's read first two verses. Hebrews 12, verse 28 through 29. Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace whereby we may serve God what? Serve God what? Acceptably. See, when I look at this, and I look in the Word, there's, there's key words that are in Scripture that really jump out at me. And this one really jumps out acceptably. I want to be acceptable in the sight of God. I want to be acceptable in His sight. We receive in the kingdom which cannot be moved. Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear for our God is a consuming fire. So the first attribute that we've got to have there in verse 28 is grace. Is grace. Let us have grace so that we can serve God acceptably. Now, what is it, you know, when you look at grace, it's divine, uh, divine intervention on the heart. It's, you know, the power and the ability to do. It's those things. But here in this context, it means gratitude. Gratitude. You can jot that down. Gratitude. We've got to have gratitude when we serve the Lord. And the second thing we've got to have is reverence or respect for God. When we serve Him, to serve Him acceptably, we've got to have gratitude. We've got to have respect. And the third thing is godly fear or awe, awe of Him. Because our God is a consuming fire. So one, two, three in these verses here. Grace, which is gratitude, reverence, respect, godly fear, awe of the Lord.
And a fourth attribute that we need is found in Psalms 100 verse 2. It says, serve the Lord with what? Gladness. Come before His presence with singing. So to serve the Lord, we need gladness or joy. That's what this word means right here, joy. So the attributes that we need, grace, reverence, godly fear, gladness. And then in Romans 12, 11, it says, not lagging behind in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. So we need diligence. Diligence to serve the Lord. This word not lagging, it means not slothful or lazy. In other words, we're to be passionate about serving the Lord. Not lagging behind in diligence. We serve Him diligently. In other words, we don't rest and, and, and stop serving. Oh, I'm going to take a break. <laughs> we're, we should always be looking to serve the Lord with our life. You know, there's many different ways that we can serve. I mentioned that earlier. There's hundreds, there's thousands, but family should be number one. Family should be number one. Family should be the one that is your biggest focus in life as far as, as, far as service to God. And when we're serving Him, we serve Him by serving our family. Husband and wives, you're, you're to submit to one to another and serve one another. Parents are to bring their children up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. And children are to obey their parents in the Lord, which is an act of service. And they do it unto God. In 1 Peter 4, verse 8 through 10, we can see how that we're to serve others and we're to use our gifts. I want to read in closing, verse 8, Above all, keep fervent in your love for one another, because love covers a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without complaint, as each one has received a special gift, employ it in serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Amen. Amen. So as we go through this series, we're going to unpack this a little bit more. We will talk about more ways of serving Him. We'll talk about some more attributes that we need to have. So we'll unpack this, go a little deeper, and go into it. Can we all stand? This week is our, our last week for small groups. I want to just encourage you to come out. If you can make it, we have one tonight and one on Wednesday night and one on Friday night. And so this is, uh, this is going to be our last one. And then next session is going to start in September, so be looking for that. We've got lots of good things coming up. And I, you know, before I let you go as well, you know, be looking at that July 12th. And uh, our event there in July and be in prayer for that. We're going to go out and serve and worship. Amen? We're going to put to action some of the things we're talking about even now. If you're here this morning, you've heard this word and you said, you know, I need to just check some things. There may be some things you want to, you know, talk to the Lord about and say, you know, and, and the best thing to do, and this is one of the things that we see in Psalms and, and David, he looked to the Lord and he said, you know, Search me, O God. Search me. Look in there. Is there any wicked way in me? And David was one who wanted to serve God acceptably. He wanted to serve in the sight of the Lord and, and, and you know, let, let, let Him be pleasing in God's sight. How many here this morning, you'd say, TJ, you know, I want to serve pleasing to Him. I want to be pleasing in all that I do. And so this morning, let's go to the Lord and let's say, God, you know, search me. And if there any be any wicked way in me, well, may I purge that out.
Now purge that out. And Lord, I want to serve you. I want to serve you acceptably. And I want to encourage you to be here, you know, over the next few weeks as we, you know, go through this series and look at it. And we'll be discussing all these different ways to serve. You know, even now, you know, there's things in the, in the church that we do, obviously, that we can serve as well. We serve others. We serve inside the church, outside the church, in the church. If, you know, if you want to serve, we've got, we've definitely had some positions open, that's for sure. We have, uh, you know, ushering and the computer back there and doing the computer uh, for letting the songs go through and the scriptures and the things you see on screen so these guys can rotate and get a break and all those things. And, and with children's ministry, what some wonderful opportunities. Church, I'm going to tell you, I know we're supposed to pray, but I'm going to tell you what a wonderful opportunity is to serve in children's church. I, you know, I've done that over the years in the past and gone and teaching children. There's nothing like that. Uh, that'll definitely put a smile on your face. Uh, when you're when you're leaving, so if you feel in your in your spirit like wow, one of these areas I'd, I'd like to do that, uh, be sure and, and talk to me or or Dad or or Pastor Carrie Ann and uh, you know Pastor Justin, where is he in the back back there? You know, setup team, wave your hand, you know, for the music, all the things we've got going on here. One Hope and Cynthia over here, you know, you talk to her. Just many multitude of areas that, that you can serve and be involved with. So before we go, let's pray. Father God, we just come before you now. Lord, we just come before you. Lord, we open up our hearts to you. And you say, we say, search me, O God. Search me if there be any wicked way in us, Lord. Anything that we need to change, Lord, that we may serve you acceptably. Lord, we don't want to be like the children of Israel and be stubborn and not obedient, Lord, and say no to you. Lord, we say yes to you right now. Just do that now. Say yes to the Lord right now. Lord, we say yes to you that we will obey you, obey your word, the commands in your word. We will serve you acceptably before you and in your sight. Lord, I thank you that the meditations of our heart, the words of our mouth, the meditations would be acceptable in your sight because, Lord, you are our strength and you are our redeemer. You've redeemed us from the curse of the law. You've redeemed us from our sin. You've brought us out. Lord, and you've given us the opportunity to go to a promised land. And Lord, I think that each one here would be able to obtain that promised land by serving you acceptably in Jesus' name. Lord, we give you glory. We give you praise and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Can we give the Lord a hand? God's good. Amen.